Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Okay, it's that time again, Dana. It's another episode, and that means we get to collaborate and kick some ADHD. This is a fun one because, Dana, I feel like I'm going to get to peek inside your mind. <laughs> I don't know if you want to peek inside my mind, David. It can sometimes be a scary place. It's so true. I My brain, like... I remember reading a book years ago and the author described my brain in detail and I was just horrified that anyone had put it in print. <laughs> I'm like, you can't say these things. Like this is not, people are not supposed to know. <laughs> people aren't supposed to know. So we're um, pulling off the curtain in front of the, uh, in front of all the great Oz today. So you can see what's going on inside my brain. And David, let's talk a little bit about our background and why we decided to do this topic today. It's so true. I, I, I feel like there are people who I've interacted with who think to themselves at some, maybe they, maybe they say it, maybe they don't, but they think to themselves, you know, I don't know. We're all kind of a little ADHD. Well, I right? get, I, people tell me this because when people say, what do you do for a living? And I say, I work with adults with ADHD, helping them be more productive and blah, 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 blah. And they say, well, doesn't everybody have ADHD? I mean, no. yeah, we, we're all a little distracted sometimes, or maybe we have trouble focusing sometimes or whatever. Yeah. Listen, y'all don't understand. Right. I mean, people have the attention span of an ant, a goldfish. That's the newest study is that we have attention span of of goldfish now, Microsoft's latest study shows. However, not everybody has ADHD and it's not all just attention span. Exactly. And and, and because we, we've talked about this in other episodes, ADHD is just the worst name possible for this thing. So there's just a lot of misunderstanding. So I think like if we could do anything with this episode, it would be to allow someone who's listening who may not have ADHD to just realize how bizarre it is to be inside the brain of a person whose neurochemistry is this different <laughs> because it's different y'all <laughs> it is different and yeah. also what we were hoping for for this david is that those of you that listen and have attention deficit that you're able to share this with the people in your world who may not really understand you yeah we'd love it if this episode becomes a thing that you can just share with somebody and and say this. Listen to this, because this will help you understand. For those people who might think you're lazy, or maybe you're, you know, intermittently not that bright. <laughs> <laughs> or you don't care, or you're using it attention deficit as an excuse. Yeah, just to maybe not do the thing, or to be late on your work or your right. schedule or whatever, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going beyond the symptoms here. We're going with what it's like to be us to be inside our brains. And remember, this is mostly we took my brain uh, because I'm I I the, I wrote the the list of the things we're going to talk well, let's about. Let's just be real, Dana, you did the prep, okay? So Wait, I, everybody you, I do Dana? the prep and you do all the editing and the making this thing happen. We are a wonderful Absolutely. team, David. But this is well, this is you. this is Dana's brain and but I believe there are similarities 
in David's brain. And also, if you've met one person with ADHD, you've met one person with ADHD. We're all a little bit different. It hits oh, all of preach us. It. Preach it, sister. It's so true. There, it's are, a, there are a lot of things that are very similar. Yes, yes. they're yeah. similar. Sorry, we're just stepping all over each other today. There are similarities. However, there are do. also differences. Mm-hmm. So you, so people who say, well, everyone with ADHD is a perfectionist. No, not everyone with ADHD is a perfectionist. Everyone with ADHD does this. No, not everyone with ADHD does this. Exactly. And wide variations, because some of the traits that accompany ADHD are actually purely environmental that come from the neurochemistry issue. And they're going to be expressed in different ways because of our lives. Often they're similar, though. So like, that's weird. It's all sorts of stuff. Anyway, yeah, I'm excited about this episode. And I, I think that, like I said, Dana, I get to, I get to sneak a peek inside your inside brain. Inside my brain. And there will be things that I will probably comment on that are different maybe for me or whatever. But but I'm excited. Let's, you know. Let's, let's just dive let's, in, David. Let's not even yeah. do a break today. Let's just dive in. Exactly. Exactly. You can hear all about this podcast and the great things about it at the end. We'll talk about that stuff at the end. So, okay. Dana, a day in the life of your brain of you inside your brain. Okay. So what ha- what happens? So things to know is, and it's not really, is it a day in the life? Or it's a, <sighs> yeah, we're not going chron- chronologically. No, Unless, we're not. I mean, we no, most of us start with we're stimulants not. though at some level, right? You have coffee in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So one thing to know about me is just because I'm excited about something right now, doesn't mean that I'll be excited about it later later today, tomorrow. So I can act, it can be the most wonderful, exciting thing in the whole wide world to me right now. And then I will basically forget about it. It's it's true. And people that don't have true ADHD, they, this, they, like if you have a friend with ADHD and you see them all excited about it, don't assume <laughs> that if you buy them a present for Christmas in three months or whatever it is, that it relates to this hobby that they got. That they'll even know why you gave it to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. it just might be gone by then. It might be gone by um, then. And and so yeah. excitement doesn't mean follow through. It doesn't mean it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's true. Because we also another thing is I get really excited by ideas, I get excited by possibilities. I don't get so excited about the doing. Yeah. So Dana, I think this is partly why we people with ADHD are something like three times more likely to own a business than people who do not have ADHD. Yes. In, in part because, and, and this is an entrepreneurial trait, but it, but some of it's ADHD, right? We spot opportunities everywhere all the time. We get ideas just randomly out of making these connections that maybe other people don't see. And so yeah. we might decide to start a business one day. However, David, you start a business, then you have to do a business. Oh, so I boring, know, that part. I yes, know the doing yeah. part. And that's the that's the big hang up. And that that, that can be the the block. Yeah, it's true. And it's and true. I and I work with a lot of people like that. They started the business. It seemed like a great idea. They were excited, but but the doing the day-to-day stuff, the focus, the getting it done, not so much. And the fact that we can do something today and do it really well. In fact, if we started the business, sometimes it's because we do that thing better than anybody else in the business. Doesn't mean that we'll be good at it tomorrow or ever do it again. Right. Or even want to do it again. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. Yeah. So the ideas and possibilities, those are like so exciting. Yeah. So often we're starters and we're not finishers. Yes, it's true. 
Yeah. It is true. So another thing that I can do is I can make things more complicated than necessary. Complicated things are interesting. Yes. Now, I have trained myself to not do this as much as I used to. And I I see this in my clients all the time. And, and it's I spend a lot of time talking people off the complication ledge. You do, and you're really good at spotting. You spot it a mile away, Dana. When I try to do something and make it complicated, you notice it if you're, you know, if we're interacting about it. Yeah. It's and it's and it's wild. It's like, oh yeah, she's right. I'm just I'm just choosing the the more complicated thing because because it's, it's interesting. Exciting. Yeah, complicated is interesting. So and that ties back into my my ideas are exciting. The possibilities are exciting. The complicated is exciting. Yes. Yes. And we're attracted to systems, I think. And, and that might be just more like you and me. I think both of us are that way. We're attracted to like designing systems and analyzing them, seeing how they work and improving them and all that sort of stuff, but not actually running them. Yeah. And I think a lot of people I work with, a lot of my clients are excited are excited by systems, the idea of systems, not using exactly. them, but designing mm-hmm. them because they're yeah. complicated. You're reverse engineering them, right? You know, how does that work? Yeah. You know, we get interested in that stuff. Yes, very yeah. much so. So another thing that happens inside my brain is it can vary from how well it works from one day to the next. And it can vary extreme a lot and a lot, a lot. And it's more than being tired. It's more than whatever. It's, it's a stimulation issue. Yes. So I can, and, and, as I've gotten better at managing ADHD, this is another thing that I don't have to battle as much, but I still do, is some days my brain just, it's its like there is no starter. There's just no motor to kick over and it's just, uh... And so if you're listening and this is the first time you've heard this show, you wouldn't have a reason to know neither Dana nor I were diagnosed as children. So we lived some portion of our adult lives without knowledge that we had ADHD, right? My chief problem in my life prior to the diagnosis that I had no explanation for was the simple unpredictability of, of what I, what I'll call genius. Like there would be moments of just absolute brilliance where I could tackle something and it would be amazing. And even I was like, wow, that was amazing. But then I might go days without being able to turn that on and I couldn't find the darn switch. Yeah. And that, and that happens to everyone, David, and it it used to happen to me a lot more than it does now, though it still does happen. And, um, and that from, the outside to non-ADD people, you look at I, someone might look at you and say, "Well, you were brilliant yesterday. Where in the heck have you gone? Why can't you be brilliant today? What's going on? There is no consistency." No, and my answer is, <laughs> I got nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know? sorry. And sometimes it's like I might as well just not even be here today. I might just better be better coming back. Yeah, it's basically it's, sitting you know. and staring off into space and drooling on a bad brain day. Yeah, it really is. And without, bad brain days. Yeah, without any ability, unless you know the tricks and things that you know we work on. Sure. It, it, yeah. But we, unless you know how to kickstart it, you, your brain's just going to be sort of flatlined. I think it's interesting too that you talked about the the sort of right amount of stimulation, right? Because yeah. there's like too little, which is why we seek out caffeine, and so many of us are addicted, and also why stimulants help us. Because they they sort of massage that thing. But there's also the possibility that we have too much stimulation. And then 
not only does focus go out the window, but like everything shuts down. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's this we teeter between between the two extremes, the not enough stimulation, the too much stimulation. And I work with my community on identifying what's the right amount of stimulation for you. How do you boost it? How do you I call it the stimulation lever? I don't remember if we've done a pot on uh, this. No, we haven't. Um, no, but I think of it as like dancing on the tip of an A-frame house. Exactly. And it's like a little bit too far one way and poof, you're rolling down the side. Right. right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the brain needs, so we, well, we already said that one. Yeah. Just because something is important doesn't mean I'll do it. Oh, and it is, Dana, is this whether you whether it's important to you particularly, or even if it is important to oh, you, even you important to it. me. So today, this morning was a wonderful example. So I had an early morning client before we recorded this, and and so and I was not ready for the podcast. So I knew I needed to get up an hour earlier so I could get my workout in and get clean and eat and all of that stuff. So I could have an hour to prepare for the podcast before my client, and then and then record this. And I got up early. Great. I exercised, meditated, all of that stuff. Great. And then I decided I needed to oil a piece of furniture. Because I mean, I know. you know, that presented itself and it was important in that moment. I, and it, and I'm, I'm thinking, Dana, June, what in the heck are you doing? You're oiling this piece of furniture. You're not ready for the podcast. You know, the podcast is important. And you're still, what are you doing? But see, subconsciously, I think your brain knew we needed this story because it would be a perfect illustration. <laughs> Thank you. And so your brain was like, I'm actually preparing for the podcast. You just don't know it. You just don't know. So I'm <laughs> I'm basically fannying about and doing all of these other things. And I, I lost a half an hour just floating about. Mm -hmm. And in the back of my mind, it's saying, Dana, you got to get this done. What are you doing? Focus. Bah, 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 bah. And it's like this other part of my brain is saying, da, 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 yeah. da, da. And other people can be like, there is a fire approaching, like the deadline and the importance, it's all critical and that thing. And how can you not be working on it? And we're kind of like, I'll get to it. You know, yeah, like, like there'll be a moment at which I wake up to that thing and then it's exciting. But there's almost also this sort of excitement that comes for, for me. And I know this, we've talked about this in other shows, but where it's like actually kind of doing that unprepared is that sounds like fun today. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just need some. I need some adrenaline or some stimulation from somewhere. So, ah, screw it. I won't prepare. Let's just let's right. just go see what happens. You know. And and so, David, that leads to our next one uh -oh. is which isn't on our list because um, I just made it up. It's because oh. we're great at inventing things. We're great yes. at building the parachutes. We're flying off the cliff. Truly, even yeah. if we have no materials that you can see whatsoever, right? right. Yes, we just, it's true. yeah, we just, we just invent, 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 create last minute, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I've been in meetings that I was responsible for where I took notes just because I was like, you know, if I don't write this down, uh, the world will lose the brilliance that is emerging right now that I have no explanation for. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like if nobody else is going to write it down, I will. Cause this is smart right here. This is, yeah, it's true. Okay. So the next thing is the small, seemingly little things in life can often be the hardest for me to do. Mm. I have to force myself to act. I have to spend a lot of energy on being aware 
and just doing something simple. And that's why things that are, are, are easy for someone that does not have ADHD, that doesn't have this issue, those things can actually be so much more draining for us than like there's no gas in the tank for the brilliance when we need it because we used it all doing mundane crap. Yeah. Yeah. But some of which we can't avoid. We have to do, you know. We, we but, have to. I mean, life is full of mundane crap. It just yeah. is. So like this morning, we have a fruit bowl on our kitchen counter and there has been a pear in the bowl that has been getting more and more rotten for probably three days. And I know I am the only one in our household who will take a rotten piece of fruit and throw it in the compost bin. Ah. And I and I just look at it and say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm thinking, oh, that's a rotten pear. That's a rotten yeah. pear. Yeah. Oh, it's I can the, you know, the flies so are much. gathering. Oh, that's a rotten pear. And I had to finally stop today and say, Dana, pick that up, put it in the compost because it's which to, which took like five seconds maximum. But the mental and I know this sounds silly, but the mental effort and energy to do that took it. It was it it took energy. It did. And, 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 and it is the mundane stuff. I, for years, I would forget to take the garbage out on Tuesday morning when they were coming to get it. And why? It's not because I didn't remember it. It was like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. You know, sometime. Yeah. You know, oh, there it is. And then there it is. I bought more garbage cans because, you know, that would, it, <laughs> I just didn't have enough capacity after a while. And then, you know, so, it, and it's ridiculous. And now I just do it on Monday night. Like, why would, why would you do it Tuesday morning? You should do it Monday night, right? That makes a lot more sense. And now I'm kind of trained and I do it. Yeah, Monday we can night. be trained to do things over and over and over we again. We can be domesticated, but that can come with a cost as well. It does. And it also is can be really hard for us to be domesticated. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The, thing, have to, you know, the, yeah. the small stuff that other people just seem to do, the laundry, the dishes, the the dud on and the garbage, you know, all of that just doesn't rise high on our importance list. And it's, there's, that that does not, the lack of doing a thing does not equate to refusal to do it. Doesn't mm -hmm. equate to unwillingness even. It's just hard to explain, but we will do it later. <laughs> we will do it later. And to be in the place where you can do it now takes a lot of awareness and a lot of energy. Yeah. And, and, then, and, and that has a cost that we, we don't always have the ability to calculate. And then so it might it might actually cost us the ability to do something even more important. And that's just weird. We, we do all these crazy. I do all these crazy calculations internally. And that's. Oh, yeah. I oh, I, I, did, I forgot with, to talk don't, about that. Negotiating with you? myself. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. I'm caught. I, and I have learned I, to, uh, to identify when I'm negotiating with myself and to say, no, Dana. You made the decision. You're doing it because this can be huge negotiations about the simplest thing. Well, do I take a shower now or do I wait and take a shower later? No, I don't know. Maybe I should take a shower now. No, take a shower later. And you can go on and on and on. And there is such a thing as decision fatigue that sets in because yeah. then when we've used a lot of energy thinking about whether we should do the thing or not, then later we need to make a decision can't do it. There's no more ability to choose between things. Like it's just gone. So we need to choose on a different day. I could wake up in the morning after a night's rest and then make that decision just like that. But if I'm at that stage of decision fatigue, forget it. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, no, yeah, not happening. Okay. So here's my big thing. I'm not stupid. I can look like I'm stupid because I do stupid things. However, I am not stupid. 
I agree. You are not stupid. It took me a I've lot of years. I've never seen you look stupid even. It took me <laughs> but, a lot of years to realize I wasn't stupid. Um, no, I, I mean, like the other day. Okay, Aja and I, my our daughter, went to, we went to Costco. And I have not been to Costco since the pandemic started. So I forgot. And they've changed the system. You don't put the card out first like you used to, you know, on the Uh, conveyor belt because you're not supposed to be touching anything. So I had, I, they gave, I gave them my, they scanned the number and then I put my card away. I put the card back in my, in my wallet. And, and then the guy was ready for me to pay and I had already put the card away. And I look, I, I'm thinking, I look like an idiot. I mean, right. you, but 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 you because you had a habit that like, you didn't have to think about that process. Right. But that process changed on you, and right. now like duh, duh. You know he said <laughs> you need what? the card, Dana. Yeah. Card. Oh, I already put it away, and he's looking at me, and yeah, no, and he was fine about it. But still, it's then that's the kind of thing that sparks me to think. Okay, I'm not stupid. I I look like I'm stupid sometimes, but I'm really not. And it can really be the absent-minded professor thing, where you can be, you know, off the charts brilliant one second and literally the next second do something like push on the pull door and <laughs> you know yeah. and not be able to n- understand why it won't open right or the other yeah. thing is that with our memories are so um have so many holes in them is that we can forget the most basic things i have to work on this so much dana like i'm really bad i went to a, a networking event recently with masks on and things okay so but i was there and it it reminded me i'd completely forgotten my ability to drop from my working memory the name of a person who just told me their name five seconds ago, gone. And then I go to retrieve it, poof, nothing. And I was actually paying attention when they said their name. Yeah. Like, but like, that's a, that's a very common one for me. Yeah, that's a common Bad. one. That may not just be an ADD thing. I'm not sure. But um, I have asked, have people ask me my birthday. I can't remember it. My address, my zip code. I've right? lived here for thirty years, and I gave my the zip code of my house where I grew up the other day. I, just today, I was talking with my daughter about the eighties, and I was trying to remember: was the Rat Pack in the sixties and the Brat Pack in the eighties, or did I have it backwards? Rat. Right. See, but it's Rat Pack was sixties. Sure. Brat Pack was eighties. Yeah, br- we made them brats because they were brats in the eighties. Yeah. But as I was saying it, I was like, "Wait, that's backwards." I think Sinatra was a brat. No, he no, was, he was, was a, he rat. a rat. He was a no, dirty he rat. Was. He was, but that's good. the thing. It's like, and then I, and then my daughter's looking at me like, seriously, you can't remember that. But although actually she has ADHD, so she completely understood. But yeah. still, it's like if I were in another group of people, they'd be like, I mean, really? <laughs> yeah, you don't know you, that. You, you know? don't know that. You can't remember that. Yeah. So the we can look like we are losing it, and we're not. We just don't have the memories. We just don't have our our ability to remember stuff. That's. But then, well, anyway, we won't get into that one. The other thing to know is that I am hard enough on myself. I'm harder on myself than you ever would be. And you can't imagine how hard I am on myself. It is so true. And if you are listening to this and you have someone in your life who has ADHD, this is something to really, like, file this one away. They don't need you to point out how bad it is that they did the thing. I mean, all the time, right? Because they know it, they're more sensitive. They're more aware than, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Work so on true. it, work on it constructively, helping them set it up so they can do what they need to do instead of just being hard on them. 
and and obviously, you know, if they let you down in some way, you, you have to have the ability to express oh, yeah. that. Too. Yeah. I mean, we're not but, saying give every, give them a get out of jail free card. No, of course. But but they are guaranteed they are more aware than you can dream. And they're really hoping that it didn't go as badly as they're they're worried that it actually did. Right. But you make things worse than it ever was in your head because we're truly ruminating about it and thinking about it. Well, in part because that's kind of stimulating, actually, to think about how oh, bad is. something went. It's yeah. kind of stim- and we can we can really get trapped in that because that's the only exciting thing we have to do right now is think about how bad something is. <laughs> okay, you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I say I can't do something, David, I can't do something. Oh my goodness! And there's even a if huge- I've seen you do it. Yeah. It's like, I can't do this right now. I can't. And it's, and you have to, I don't know if, if, if it makes sense, but it's, if it's a, I can't, I can't do it right now. Maybe I can do it tomorrow. Maybe I could do it yesterday, but I can't right now. And it's not because I'm being stubborn. Maybe my brain is being stubborn, like, because believe me, if I could negotiate my brain into doing the thing, I would. So you trying to convince me I can do it will just not help. Right. So supporting the people, person that you love with ADHD through the can'ts really helps. Yeah. And and under, and recognize them. We have a thing in our house. um, Scott Cook's usually cooks now because I'm working more and he's semi-retired. Actually, he's unemployed right now. But anyway, he cooks and I do the dishes. If we eat too late, I can't. I can't do the dishes. So he knows that. He knows that. And and he's aware of it. And he'll say, hey, honey, can you do the dishes tonight? And I'll say, I can't. Fine. And he steps in and does them. And some nights it'll be nine o'clock. Yeah, I can do them. I'm fine. Sure. Sure. I, we had this with my daughter. She's trying to write a paper right now and it's dragged out for days. And there was a day last week when I just, I looked at her and I went, is this going to happen today? And she looked at me and she went, nope. And I went, okay. So you know what? We find a way around it. We, you know, renegotiate the timeline, do whatever it is. But it's like, you know, it's because it's, it's not going to help us to suffer through Mm-mm. trying to make it happen. It yeah. just ain't. Pushing you know? it, pushing a can't isn't it doesn't help anything it just doesn't. no no it makes it worse and and, and it's not laziness this is not us no, being lazy. It's, not lazy it's not us you know we're not you know sometimes the chemistry just is and that's the thing is this is actually willpower is demonstrably a chemical in the brain mm-hmm. and if you do not have any more of it right now you do not have any more of it right now yeah yeah okay so the can'ts the next one david is i am incredibly sensitive so be gentle. Be gentle with me. I am physically sensitive. I am emotionally sensitive. I am sensory sensitive. And things people just just thrown off little comments, critic just even little criticisms, they go right in under my skin into my heart and they hurt. Oh, so true. And we we might even not look like it. So like I'm a guy if you meet me, you might think masculine, maybe even tough. You know, I don't know. But you don't have to interact with me long to find out that's not exactly the case. But, oh, my God. And overthink. 
Yeah. Like re- rehearse, relive. Did I say that? Should I have done this instead? Right. Should I have done the other? And so deeply sensitive. And and you're you're even talking about sensory sensitivity, which right. I wasn't aware of. Okay. Until so yeah, later. like I did combine all of these. So there's the sure. emotional sensitivity. Then there's the sensory sensitivity. So sounds, light can yeah. or or the wrong sound and and um that can send us over the edge and um, on a different day the whole set of circumstances might not be an issue at all right. it's like it's overstimulating now but it might not be another time right you know uh physical tags in our clothes touch um scott rubbing my my arm I'm good for maybe 10 seconds and then and he's it's affectionate you know just rubbing yeah. my arm and yeah. and and he knows now <laughs> I, I mean he doesn't do it and poor guy um, right. you know because I because after a while it's like ah don't touch me anymore right. you know I can't I there's the can't I can't take it anymore yeah 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 it's true yeah so I mean poor guy he's a, he's a saint he he must be yeah. a saint. I mean, yes. he must be. Okay. Sometimes it just takes a saint. Sometimes it takes a saint. So, okay, so that's the sensitivity. Um, I live in the now, and it's hard to shift into the not now. So where does this show up? It shows up, um, I have this job I can do anywhere, right? You know, I can, we have this, my family has this cabin in the Sierra Nevada mountains and they say, Dana, you could work from there. Why don't you just go spend the summer? No, because when I'm there, I'm in the not now from work and I have worked there before and it takes an inordinate amount of energy and struggle to be able to, to do the work there. So it's not just me being somewhere and picking up and doing the work. It's it's a not now. And yeah, and sometimes that's a geographical thing. Sometimes it's just a chronological thing. Like today is a not now day. Right. Or, or <laughs> I'm know? just not I'm not in that space now. I'm just it's not what I'm thinking yeah. of. It's not what's in front of me now. And so I'm in the not now. But sometimes I might cycle through some things and then find a oh now on that. Yeah. But oh, not no, now on, on all the others. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like today is the day to oil the furniture, Dana. That's okay. Yeah, that, just one piece of furniture, David. Yeah, just, just one. one. Piece. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where are we? Oh, I'm easily distracted. Very easily distracted. And if I'm moving through my life I and you're there talking to me or doing other things, it's hard for me to stay on track and get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, we, 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 we tend to arrange things to minimize distractions for ourselves, even subconsciously. And if you, sometimes if you break that, break in, it can, it can take a now and turn it into a not now. <laughs> like, yeah. like I can't recover. Like I used to talk about it as a house of cards. I've, I've, I've put all this concentration into getting to where I am to work on the thing and to solve this one problem. And I'm in the middle of it. Somebody can take the, their hand to the house of cards. It all comes down and there is no rebuilding it today. Exactly. It just isn't happening. Yeah. 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 So interrupting someone who's doing something or talking to them when they're trying to get something done and stay focused isn't helpful. Sometimes and the irony you is just need yeah, to get it, sometimes you just need to get out of their way and let them do. And my family knows yeah. that. My the closest ones to me know that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've tried to train people and maybe I need it. Like, I think I need a sign. Like, because sometimes it's perfectly fine to interrupt me. Right. But, but not, you know, in certain circumstances. When right. our daughter was younger and she, she's a very curious verbal person. And I, I used to wear a bandana on my head sometimes when I'd say, honey, mommy can't be talked to right now. When I have this bandana on, I just, please, you can't talk to me. I love that so much. <laughs> I do. I love it. It's like when I was in radio, we had the on-air light. You know, you don't come storming into the control room when the on-air light is on. Like, I need an on-air light that's just like, I'm yeah. actually, you know, Off I'm air. focused right now. Do not interrupt. <laughs> um, and that's, that's, that's diff- the irony of that is, and I'm jumping ahead because, hey, why not? The irony is we interrupt people. Oh, yeah. And because, because we're excited or we're, or, or, or it's now for us and we really can't handle that it's not now for you. So we will interrupt you because, you know, now. Yeah. So just because something works for us doesn't mean that it works for you. I mean, we won't realize it. Just because we yes. need something doesn't mean that we realize that you need something. And it and it's not that we're intentionally being unreasonable, right? We're not, you know, it's not malicious. It's it's just like, it's a now moment and I got to take advantage of this now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the next one, just because I forget something doesn't mean I don't care. Just because I forget to call you doesn't mean I don't care. Just because I forget to do the thing you asked me to do doesn't mean that I don't care. Because I care. I care deeply. I think about you all the time. I just may not. But it not. doesn't mean I can, yeah, it doesn't mean I can return your phone call, especially. Right. Or even or that text message call. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 A lot of grace is good. A lot <laughs> of dealing grace. with people like us, yes. Yeah. Oh, and here's the thing for family members. Don't tell me how to do things your way. Don't should mm. on me to do something this way. You should do it this way because I need to do things differently that so it works for my brain. It's true. I need to make and things we, we, easy. Yeah, and consequently, we, we like autonomy. And we might not do it the same way twice just to keep things interesting. Yeah, those micro Whatever changes that we coaches talk about. Yeah, but they're telling me to do something your way isn't helpful. Help me figure out ways to do things that work for me, which means fewer steps, keeping it easy, keeping it interesting, keeping it less rigid. We're blazing through these. I mean, we're a little, we're a little short on time, so maybe we want to accelerate a little bit, but okay. I, I, like I'm, I'm impressed with how, how many of these we got through. I was kind of thinking we would cherry pick more than we have, but I, like, let's dive in. What do you think? Let's, let's. Well, I, I think we can wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are we, are we cutting this part out or were you just including this in? I mean, oh, no, I saying? was just leaving it in because, okay. hey, it's interesting. And we're, <laughs> look, I was actually, I was, I was proud of this, Dana. I'm like, we're, we're doing, we're, we got more of this in than because I Because, David, I, I know that you were kind of looking off and I could, I haven't looked at the clock, so I don't know. Oh, we do. Oh, have okay. A, anyway. All right. So, and here, let's just finish up with this one. We blurt out and say inappropriate things and interrupt. It's so true. Like we just did. It's so true. Yeah. See, like I just completely changed the subject right in the middle of Dana's thought. Actually, I think you were more or less finished with that thought. But anyway, I was trying to be, you know, yeah. you know, well, yeah, it's true. We do. And it's sometimes it's just because that thought occurred to us and it's so exciting right now or it's inter- or we think it's brilliant and maybe it isn't. The thoughts, the now. It is the now. It's true. Well, Dana, I, I love this. Like, I actually think your brain is a lot more um, relatable after 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 going through all of these, uh, I was I was I was hoping maybe that I'd find one unusual thing in there. But honestly, all of this sounds right to me. Okay. 
So I'm not special? Is that what you're saying? No, you're unique. You're absolutely unique. There's no one like you. There's no brain like yours. Uh, (laughs) But I feel a lot of the things that you said today are are similar to mine. (laughs) Okay, good. Yes. Good. I don't know if that's good or not, but yes, that's how I feel. So I hope if you're listening to this and you are someone with ADHD, we would like to hear from you about what it was that you heard. Like, did the, yes, that that thing. Or no, I'm completely the opposite or whatever. You can sound off. But if you're listening to this because someone who is in your life suggested that you listen to it because they have ADHD, we want to hear from you too. So like, what did you hear? What did you learn? What what hopefully something, some somewhere a light bulb went on for you. That would be great. Or maybe it didn't. But you can reach out to us. So, um, Dana, we have a new show every week. I don't know if we've decided what we're going to do next week. I don't think we have. We haven't. So I will say this. um, If you would like to comment on today's episode, this is episode 33. You can go to kicksomeadhd.com slash 033. And that will be where to find today's episode, the show notes. And you can also make comments there. You can also hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at kicksomeadhd.com. And we will have an exciting new episode for you next week. And Dana will even prepare for it. We just don't know what it will be. <laughs> and we may not prepare for it till right before we go on air. That's true. But, you know, we're always preparing in the background. That's my, <laughs> yeah, that's my yeah. theory. Life is preparation. While, while oiling the furniture, you know, <laughs> spacing the hangers, whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't actually do that. But, yeah, that's my stand in for that stuff. Dana, this was really good. I appreciate you taking the time to like walk us through your brain today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a great week. And remember, just go kick some ADHD. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might. And leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com. Kick Some ADHD.